Thames. I just wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone who was part of the series. Last week we were away and I think Maz did an absolutely incredible job of wrapping up the James series. So if you haven't had a chance to listen, listen to it online. I think it, was, it certainly was recorded, but really, really worthwhile having a look. And so this morning, in the little bit of time that we've got left, I want to introduce our next um, series, what we're going to be looking at for term three. And it is our One Another series. Um, we just want to take um, our, our Sundays now and from now till the end of the term, having a look at the one another's of Scripture. So throughout the New Testament, we're over and over and over again invited to sort of think of one another. And we're going to be using as the foundation of this series, um, Romans 12, which I'm just going to read, or Angela's going to read in just a minute. But what it is, is the fact that we as followers of Jesus, or if because of our faith in Jesus, um, we are invited into this family. We are invited into a way of living, into a way of being that that actually goes against all of, of so many of the ways that our world intends to divide us. So while in Scripture talks about how both Jew and Gentile are invited into God's kingdom, into following Jesus, we can we can actually expand that out and both both slave and free, both labor supporter and national voter, both man and woman, both act voter or even Greens voter. We can, we are all called together, both poor and rich, both liberal and conservative. All of us are called to live one another. One person thinks so. I would love to, I was hoping to pass around, um, and because Scripture is filled, the New Testament is filled with invitations of this one to another. And I wanted to um, pass around a whole bunch of, you know those old mirrors that you have like a little handle on it? Look into the mirror and say, you can be hard to get along with sometimes. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? I was going to say look at your neighbor and do it, but that would have been a bit tough. But, but I thought, oh, wouldn't that be great? You know, that's why. I love that Scripture is so real. If you have a look at it, I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable amount of invitation that we are called to throughout the New Testament alone of how we one another with one another. And it's there so many times because it is so easy, scarily easy, to break relationship with one another. It is so easy to get to fall offside with one another. And yet over and over and over again we are invited, actually commanded to love one another, to get along with one another, to encourage one another, to bear with one another's faults. I know it's hard when you don't have any of your own, but but you know That we are part of this new humanity, as one translation puts it. That we are, we are called together as God's people. And, and as God's people, which, which overrides all of the world's ways of wanting to divide. Like all of those things that I've said. We still live in a world. We still live in a culture that is constantly wanting to, to separate us out. 
to, to find out what camp. I just had it this week. I was in, met someone for the very first time, and literally they asked me a series of about six questions, and, and all of it was to determine, are you in my camp or are you in another camp? What does, what does vineyard mean? Are you X, Y, Z? Yes, okay, well, that's one step. But are you A, B, C? Yeah, okay, well, I got to wrap out round three before they inevitably got what they wanted, which was I wasn't in the camp that they were in. And that's not a unique conversation, unfortunately. And so, and yet, we are invited over and over and over again, and we'll see it throughout term three, to live a different way, to embody a different way. The, the word, the Greek word that, that's used in one another, it isn't so much about something you ought to or need to do. It is about an embodiment of who we are as a people. We are, we are invited, we are commanded to be a one another kind of people. It's not just what we do, it's who we are. Like so to look around and to see one another. Sorry, I'm yelling. To look around and to see one another. It is not okay for us to look through the lens of how do I encamp you into, or, or how do I separate you out? Or how are we different and what separates us? It just simply cannot be the lens that we see others and see our world around us. It cannot be. Angela. Angela's going to read um, Romans 12. As I said, so we've got, um, we've got, this is going to be our framework, but there's lots more. We're going to look at things like loving one another, which Jesus said is, what's the, what's the greatest command? Someone was asking him the question of, basically, what does, what, how do you embody all of the law and the prophets? That means anything that's important in the world, I'm kind of paraphrasing, what really is essentially it? What, what do we build our life? What do we have our theology based on? What is all that's been and all that is to come? What does that hang on? And Jesus' answer is what? Love God and love one another. That's, that's what it's all about. Romans 12. So my dear family, this is my appeal to you by the mercies of God. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Worship like this brings your mind into line with God's. What's more, don't let yourselves be squeezed into the shape dictated by the present age. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can work out what God's will is, what is good, acceptable and complete. Through the grace which was given to me, I have this to say to each one of you. Don't think of yourselves more highly than you ought to think. Rather, think soberly, in line with faith, the true standard which God has marked out for each of you. As in one body, we have many limbs and organs. You see, and all the parts have different functions. So we, many as we are, are one body in the Messiah, and individually we belong to one another. Well then, we have gifts that differ in accordance with the grace that has been given to us 
and we must use them appropriately. If it is prophecy, we must prophesy according to the pattern of the faith. If it is serving, we must work at our serving. If teaching, at our teaching. If exhortation, at our exhortation. If giving, with generosity. If leading, with energy. If doing acts of kindness, with cheerfulness. Love must be real. Hate what is evil, stick fast to what is good. Be truly affectionate in showing love for one another. Compete with each other in giving mutual respect. Don't get tired of working hard. Be on fire with the Spirit. Work as slaves for the Lord. Celebrate your hope. Be patient in suffering. Give constant energy to prayer. Contribute to the needs of God's people. Make sure you are hospitable to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless them. Don't curse them. Celebrate with those who are celebrating. Mourn with the mourners. Come to the same mind with one another. Don't give yourselves ears, but associate with the humble. Don't get too clever for yourselves. Never repay anyone evil for evil. Think through what will seem good to everyone who is watching. If it's possible, as far as you can, live at peace with all people. Don't take revenge, my dear people, but allow God's anger room to work. The Bible says, after all, vengeance, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. If you do this, you will pile up burning coals on his head. Don't let evil conquer you. Rather, conquer evil with good. So, Scripture, you can see, and throughout the, one, the references that we'll use in this series, isn't idealistic or, or kind of deluded in its invitation of our one anotherness. This kind of love, this, this way of life, is hard. <laughs> like, conflict is inevitable. But what Scripture says is forgiveness and, and um, reconciliation is essential in our, in our living this way. So some of the things that we want to look at over, over the series is, is um, our, to love one another, to encourage one another, to live in harmony with one another, to submit to one another, to serve one another, to not pass judgment on one another, to forgive one another, to be kind and compassionate to one another, to not to grumble or complain or slander one another. And so, and, and really one of the things that I loved in, in sort of preparing for this series, which is why when, you, when we, you'll see the notes or on the social media that we've used a Tadeo term called Tatahi ki tatahi, which is one another. And the, the, one of the beautiful things about the term is that it, it speaks of um, a face to face. So much of our one another, or so much of when we, when we fall over, we do so because we're not actually face to face with people. 
We're not actually sharing the same space with one another. And so, so as we go through this series, we're going to lean into a lot of that, of what it is to do life with one another face to face. So I hope you're excited about it. I finished at 11.30. Well done, me. Um, why don't we stand, and I'm going to pray. We kind of knew um, this morning was going to be a little bit different, but... Um, So, Father, this morning we thank you for we thank you for your presence. We thank you for the reminder that you are always at work. And when we are in our, in times where our perspective feels like you're a long way off, or you're quiet, or you aren't doing anything, or you don't see what's going on, God, I thank you that this morning again can be a reminder that you are, in fact, always moving, that your, your love and your care for us is always around us. In God, I pray a special blessing, a, a deep conviction, a great courage to stir within us as Maharangi Vineyard to be people who embody the one another that we see in Scripture. I pray that you would give us kind of almost like laser eyes to see and to recognize the things of this world that, that are there to pull us apart, to divide us, to separate us, to cause us to, see, to not see people face to face, but to see them as just a, a, a worldview or a, or a way of thinking or an, as an opponent or even as an enemy. But I pray that in this series, Holy Spirit, you would breathe life on us to embody the one another that you invite us into. The one another that speaks of a world that is so much more than our present age, but it speaks to the kingdom that is coming. It speaks of who you are, of what you're like. I pray blessing on each person here this morning. I ask that you would, you would meet them over and over and over again. You would remind them of the one another of your kingdom and that they are such an important part of it. Amen.